everybody. I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vinny Civitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, the largest statewide business association in the United States of America. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, so check them out if you need some updated coverage. Awesome. Just a housekeeping matter, too, before we get this train rolling. This podcast is available just about anywhere you can get a podcast. That's iTunes, Google Play, Amazon's TuneIn. We even throw these things up on YouTube if you'd rather watch than listen. But no matter how you check the show out, give it some love. Give it a like. Give it the comment. Give it that five-star review on iTunes. Get yourself an OPB mug and spend your coffee morning days with Kate and I every day. But with all that out of the way, our awesome guest today is actually Randy Stevens from NJBIA, which is really cool because normally when we have somebody from BIA on the show, we, we're already well acquainted. Randy is brand new at BIA, so this is going to be just as much of a getting to know you for us for as sure. it will be for you. So, for sure. Randy, say hi. Let the audience hear your voice. How you doing, everybody? Uh, ben and Kate, thank you guys for having me. Excited to be here. Of course. We're excited to have you. All right, so today's icebreaker is what are you currently binging? It can be books, movies, television, food. I, uh, I'm happy to go first if one of you is feeling shy. Go for it. All right, I am currently binging the new um, A League of Their Own on Amazon Prime that uh, written, I think, by Abby Jacobson from Broad City fame. I loved Broad City, so I'm really excited about A League of Their Own. And um, I got to say, they're doing a really good job of updating the, the content. And it's not, it's not perfect, but they're bringing in a lot of themes that the movie could not have touched on, a lot of, uh, a lot of themes that are, are present in today's day and age. It's, um, it's really good. Like, I like it a lot, I think. I was worried about that because A League of Their Own is one of my like top tier favorite movies. Oh yeah, it's a so classic. I was, yeah, I was definitely worried they were gonna mess it up. That's you know, a classic. Anytime you go back and you touch something like that, it's like uh... the scene where in the original movie when when the woman is like trying to find her name on the on the list oh, of yeah, lineups yeah, yeah, and yeah. she can't read and so she's just trying and trying and trying. I get to that point in the movie and like nobody has even talked to her yet and I'm welling up and trying not to cry and I just, <laughs> oh my Lord, it lives yeah. in my heart, that scene. It is just such a great movie. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I, I just finished uh, Sopranos. I went back and watched like all six seasons. Uh, uh, I did that recently. Less, yeah, less than about a week and a half ago. Uh, so much so that at nighttime I'm kind of like lost of what to do, but I am <laughs> looking forward to uh, GOT. I believe um, is about to come back on HBO Max as well. So yeah, um, the prequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited about that. But Sopranos was awesome for sure. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's been so long since Game of Thrones was on the air. You said GOT, and I had no yeah, idea what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. Come What's on, man. GOT? <laughs> Watched that show for like seven, eight years, however long it was. Like, <laughs> what is still the new like, name? What? Because it's but, not um, Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Dragons or... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or yep, it's yep, the Targaryen backstory, yeah. right? Yep, yep, yep. Mm. But the Targaryens, I think it's Targaryen backstory. Yeah, for their family history or something of the sort, yep. Is I this can't a, wait. Is this based on... Like, I know um, everybody was waiting for George R.R. R. Martin to finish that last book, and right. instead he went back and did a prequel. Is this the prequel? I think so. I yeah. think it is. I was a late bloomer to the series, to be honest, but when I, when I did... 
dive in. I mean, I was like all in. You couldn't stop me from watching. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some folks I know in my circle who've been looking forward to it for about a year. I I don't really get excited until it gets a little bit closer. I can't wait sure. that long. I don't, I don't have yeah. the patience. So I think it's actually within the next week or so. It's not this weekend, to be honest with you. I think uh, you're right. I, yeah. I I really wanted to see some spinoffs. Like I would totally have watched a Brienne and Jamie spinoff. Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah. I, yeah. I would have watched an Arya spinoff, like just like a kung fu. She she walks the earth <laughs> and yeah. rights wrongs. Like I would watch that with her new identity. Absolutely, her and Jon Snow. I watch all day. All the <laughs> I used to get so sad thinking of um Sansa. Like there are a few characters that I've ever mm. seen, like fictional characters that suffered as much as Sansa Stark. <laughs> I know. She watched a whole spin-off just on like all the other things like she goes through in life. You know? No, but like at, on the other side of that, she's such a badass. Like nothing oh. nothing yeah. phases her anymore. Remember at the end she of the last grew. Yeah, she like, grew to become a really bad yeah, for yeah. sure. Remember at that last meeting when they're all trying to figure out who's going to be king and her, her, somebody stands up and says, well, it's a burden, but I'll do it. And she's like, uncle, sit down. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Episode one, season one, Zanza would never have dreamed of doing that. And by the for end sure. of the show, she is like so baller. She's just, she's, the one, I love she's it. the one for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for her to come back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that, something so in between. <laughs> I saw something recently. It was like the, the greatest television deaths are like the ones that we were so excited about the most in history. And like, number one was King Joffrey. Like we yeah. were all so thrilled. Like I remember <laughs> I used to have to watch that show at like midnight because nobody <laughs> else in my house wanted to watch it. So it's yeah. like 1am I'm falling asleep and like suddenly like Joffrey starts turning purple and choking and I, I just sprung up. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> The purple wedding. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> I, I don't I don't even call for listen, I don't even call for mucinex anymore. Like when the fall of my algae start acting up. I, I'm looking for milk of a puppy. That's the only thing that's gonna, you know. <laughs> there's so there's so much of that show that like still sticks in my mind. Some of the one liners. Never oh forget those there. That's awesome. So <laughs> All right, Vin, what are you binging? I am about twenty minutes away from finishing the Sandman. And I say that because last night around eleven um, Tara decided to tap out, and I'm like, we can't just watch the last 20 minutes <laughs> of the final episode. Like, we got to go to bed now. All right, fine. You know, came this close to just watching it without her and then rewinding it for her later. But yeah. you'd get in trouble, wouldn't you? I guess she'd probably hear it. You know, like she'd come out and be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you <know? laughs> but um, okay. So Kate, I wanted to ask you this because we were talking about this earlier, yeah. And you were asking me if it was too scary for you, yeah. And I wanted to ask you, what kind of thing scares you? Because the last couple, they're a little disturbing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so I told you about my the, the dream that I had after I watched Hellboy, which isn't that scary of a movie, but like I had a full-on nightmare. Um, so then is it imagery? Like, I guess, if, I don't know, maybe? Then you shouldn't watch this, no. <laughs> okay, well, I'm really I wouldn't, I... I wouldn't really call it scary, but there is some messed up imagery in this show, you know? Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's you a know... dude who has mouths for eyes, like nope. little teeth, and he, like, nope. bites people's eyes out. You don't really watch him bite the eyes out, but you know it's happening. So, yeah. It's a hard pass for me. Yeah. I'm swiping left. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I would generally recommend it to people, but maybe not Kate. So. Yeah. Definitely not. I don't do that. 
<laughs> no gory, no, no gory for you. <laughs> no, and you know, I think because when I was younger, I was at a sleepover and they watched, they put on Nightmare on Elm Street 2. And it was just one of those formative experiences. And I just cannot handle scary movies now. <laughs> that That's so interesting. Like part two of all things. I mean, yeah. um, that movie got so much flack over the years for a variety of things, but mostly for being pretty bad. Like it's, it's like famously terrible. Um, I mean, I wasn't watching the for first... the, the writing or the direction, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, it just scared the <laughs> pants off me, and I just wanted to hide under the blankets and never come out again. Sure. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't watch the first one, because the first one is one of those movies that, like, legit scares me, even to this day. Oh, wow. Very few things scare me, so. It, it, listen, you got to be pretty strong to admit, to admit that, so. You know, sure, sure. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> No, the, the beauty of Freddy, like the, the pure, you know, before they got into the sequels and he started making jokes and everything, like Freddy is just like this thing that comes into your nightmares and like whatever he does there kills you in the outside world. <laughs> it was actually based on a true story. And as crazy as that sounds, Wes Craven was going through the newspaper and he found like some article clipping about how some people were asleep and they were getting like, I don't know, something was happening to them while they were sleeping. And he was oh, like, this wow. is brilliant. I need to write something, you know, based on that. Oh, wow. So the, the idea that this could really happen in some roundabout crazy way. Yeah. I'm going to have a nightmare tonight. Thanks a lot, Finn. <laughs> Tis the season, you know, like we're, if there's a Christmas creep, there gets to be a Halloween creep. <laughs> we can start it now. Nothing like, nothing like seasonal creeping. <laughs> exactly. Seasonal oh, creeping. <laughs> I'm gonna, I need a minute. That's just crazy. That is crazy pants. While you dwell on that and let that fester in your mind, Randy, what do you do for BIA? <laughs> uh, well, um, so BIA brought me on board just to, honestly probably pushing a month now. Uh, and I'm a part of the membership team um, trying to help out with the retention. Uh, so my objectives and my goals are just to kind of you know, build relationships, uh, trying to offer our services again, but more so just how I've been kind of selling myself and introducing myself is just a point of contact. Um, oftentimes with the folks that I've been contacting the first few weeks have just been, um, have this issue, have this problem and not knowing exactly who to reach out to. So I'm just kind of throwing myself in the mix as a point of contact to where you don't have to wonder anymore. Like, even if I don't have the answer, you utilize me as a resource and allow me to connect you with where you need to be. Um, so it's been interesting so far. I've learned a lot, met a lot of great people. Um, so just membership and retention and trying to help continue to build relationships and spread uh, NJBIA's message throughout the state to our business owners so they can continue to do what they do well. That's, That's awesome. Answer. I like that. And you're right. We've never had somebody whose sole responsibility was the, the membership and retention piece. I mean, we've had people who've worked on retention, but for you to actively be doing outreach to try to like let people know who you are so that when, when they have an issue, they know who to call. Phenomenal. Lucky for lucky for me, right? No, um, you know, they've said no one's really, and as you just mentioned, no one's held the position before. So we're trying to fig, you know, figure it out as we're here. But I, I kind of, I'm starting to build a little bit of a clearer picture of of, um, of where my role could be, and obviously using um, all the great leaders that they've surrounded me with to to kind of help get that direction has been pretty cool too. So we're still figuring it out, but um, it looks like that'll probably be the main objective, just to kind of relationship building, um, offering myself as a resource to help connect our members with the uh, contacts and the people that they need. Um, from all types of services, right? So we got 401k, HR help, uh, uh, payroll, and all those sort of things, and then some of our councils and things like that. So, um, you know, kind of full circle here, Ben, I guess um, 
part of my objective will be and what I'm thinking is to kind of go out and kind of reach some of our uh, chambers throughout the state, um, introduce myself and um, repair and or, re, you know, build those relationships. Um, because oftentimes, it's, yeah, I mean, well, just because you got to write. So what I'm hearing is oftentimes folks think we're in competition, where in reality, it's like we need to be working right. together. Um, I just heard Michelle speak at my first event on Tuesday. Um, and she kind of broke it down very, very well when she said that all um, small businesses or all businesses in the state kind of need, um, you know, uh, affinity or relationships with, with three different levels of, of um you know, chambers or resources. So they need someone in their regional area that can help them um, and know exactly what's going on in their backyard. Someone from a holistic view, which is where we come in, you know, statewide view and all of our relationships with government affairs. And then kind of a, a vertical integration with, if you're a dentist, you know, a, a dental organization or a yep. dental chamber. So um, I kind of want to just come in and add our piece of the puzzle to where, hey, we're not in competition. We're not trying to steal your members, but we do want to support you as you support your members. So I'm um, a lot of work ahead, but uh, I'm very excited. And the people around me have been nothing but great and helping so excited about it that's awesome like very I, jerry Maguire. help us help you <laughs> <laughs> then that will be a punchline from now on there you I go, like I, thank you sir <laughs> i like it yeah. i love it and that's so i think um it's going to get really busy especially when you you mentioned the 401k and the health because open enrollment is right around the corner and so i think that you're gonna you're gonna start your busy season very very soon that's that's so interesting. So I was just talking to, and you guys all know uh, Katie a few moments ago, and she's like, "Hey, if you need me to come along, you know, let me know. I, I don't mind." I'm saying to myself, "My calendar doesn't quite look like the rest of yours just yet, but I'm <laughs> give it a little bit of time, and I, you know, nobody's calendar looks like Kate's. <laughs> constantly has to get time from Kate. Like you look at her calendar, and through 2023, every half an hour is blocked out. <laughs> You can find like 10 minutes because she schedules meetings for like 50 minutes rather than an hour. Wow, like, wow. Can I get that 10 minutes in there? <laughs> wow. Good, yeah. good for me to know who we're working with then, right? Good for me to know yeah. who we have here. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. But you know what? It's uh, I'd rather be busy than bored. And so I do tend to overschedule myself, but not every meeting lasts the whole time. And I don't know. I feel like so productive and like ugh, strong at the end of the day after like one meeting after another. But well, that's usually, but there are some days when I'm just like, oh my God, I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It's yeah. all good. So what were you doing before this? Um, I was in sales, man. Uh, I was a regional sales manager for commercial transportation. Long story short, how I got in there, but um, I had a um, family member of mine who started a business with two partners over in Ivyland, Pennsylvania, which is kind of like northern uh, Bucks County. And they sold like um, truck parts throughout the country, right? So they've had a couple guys. Um, small man operation, but they did very, very well for about 40 years. And then the, um, as the owner started getting older, uh, my, my uncle brought me in to kind of help learn the business and they just needed some new energy, some new faces. Uh, so I kind of learned commercial transportation and truck parts pretty much um, and was selling like all over the country. So we had like some of our bigger customers out on the West Coast, some individuals down below the border in Mexico, up in Canada. And I was following behind him kind of on, on a national scale versus just in the regional area. And uh, about, what, two to three years ago now, uh, they sold the company. Unfortunately, my uncle passed away and we were brought out oh, by sorry. a much bigger, yeah, 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 much bigger brand. Uh, so we went from a 14 or 15 man operation to literally a large corporation that was um, headquartered over in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, and, and Philly, which was actually right in Bristol, was their newest branch. So I was, uh, quote unquote, the face of the organization over here because although they did 
um, have some some major distributors between New Jersey and Pennsylvania, the area I was responsible for, they never really have boots on the ground on a regular basis, just like a salesman or saleswoman that will come over, you know, periodically throughout the year. So um, it was kind of, you know, repairing some relationships and building some new ones and giving folks access to this, you know, large brand of, of, uh, of truck parts or whatever commercial parts that they didn't have direct access to, but now we were right there. So um, established a lot of great relationships uh, throughout the state of New Jersey and the, in that industry, Eastern Pennsylvania, driving out to Lancaster every so often. And um, um, I saw the opportunity for the NJBIA and uh, took, a, took a chance at it and uh, met Betty and, uh, you know, three weeks in, the rest is history, right? <laughs> awesome. We're big fans of Betty around here. Betty, uh, shout out to Betty Boros. She's oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah. was actually on an episode of this show, one of the earlier ones. So. One of the early, yeah, we got to have her back. Absolutely. Have her back. Absolutely. Yeah, she was excited. I told her I was linking up with you guys today, and she was pretty excited. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, I think we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back for a lightning round. And welcome back. And now it is time for our lightning round, which today is brought to us by Gibbons LLP. Randy, are you ready? Let's go. Favorite pizza topping? Oh, pepperonis all day. Absolutely. All day long. <laughs> no question. Yeah. It's not even just the pepperoni. It's the oil from the pepperoni, like yeah. merges with the pizza in such a way. It's, it's essential. Listen, yeah. for all the health people out there, you're going to hate this. But if, if I fold it and I don't see, like, you know, just oil or grease or something dripping in my napkin, I'm, I'm going to be a very unhappy man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Might as well just be eating Elio's at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Cafeteria pizza, better than that. Oh, there you go. God. That's horrendous. I, ew, I thought I had blocked that out. Thanks a lot, Randy. <laughs> all right. Uh, great, greatest TV show ever made. Hmm. Well, I'm an ESPN guy, probably on a nightly basis is what I fall asleep to. But I mean, let's think. I'm gonna go series, man, because that's what we've all been involved with for the last 20 years. And uh, yeah. um, I'm gonna probably throw Sopranos up there. It's been my favorite. That's why I can go back and watch it anytime television gets dull. So. Did you get Did you get to watch the the new movie? It was like the Many Saints of Newark or whatever. I did. I did. Um, I wasn't as disappointed as a lot of other folks. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I didn't yeah, hear anything I, about it, so I guess okay. Yeah, well, there was a lot of criticism. Like a lot of folks didn't like it, so um, it, it you I know like it was fulfilling it. for me because you know I missed the guys. I missed seeing a bunch. You know, a lot of the cast members. So. Mhm. I liked it. I thought it was good. All right. Uh, favorite movie. Um. Let's go. Hmm. I'm a. American gangster kind of guy. I'm a Denzel Washington fan for sure. Uh, so you know anything with Denzel, I, I'm I'm in. Rock on. Okay. Pick one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot. This, this is the this is the idea of the lightning round. Pick one. Um, American gangster definitely probably be considered. But you know what? I just watched one the other day that was pretty good. Uh, Man on fire. Uh, when oh, he played a bodyguard or like a security guard, that, I, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. just on television. Was that Dakota ago. Fanning, the 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 girl? I can't remember for sure. I think so. I think so. I'm going to be upset with myself if it's not. I, yeah. Think, yeah, I, I just watched that one. I'm like, man, this, like, you know, and it made me fall in love with it all over again. So, and, you know. Yeah. That movie has such a badass score. I love that so much. <laughs> that is not something you normally hear about any movie. A badass score. A badass score, of course. The, uh, uh, I'm going to send it to you after the show's done. You can tell me. I yeah. cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. I mean, is it Harry Potter level badass score? <laughs> it's not like... It's not like in your face fanfare. It's more like setting that like mood. You know, it's like, I, I'm not even going to try to hum it because I'm going to do a bad job. But <laughs> if you're listening to this after this show is over, 
go check out the score for man think about my man then and this in the score first nation let's go i can't even wait all right all right uh what phone do you use apple or droid i'm an apple man it's it's much simpler than android i'm i'm sorry that's actually the wrong answer it is there's an objectively incorrect answer (laughs) oh wow two to one here (laughs) two to one wow (laughs) i remember to always have a charger we're on the road kate (laughs) bring my own charger because they don't care let, just let it die. <laughs> it's just a coaster now. Note to self, Brandy. You, always and you have, have to bring your own charger because they have to sell you some proprietary thing. That's right. Wow. Got to be wow. proprietary. The rest wow. of the world is like, yeah, let's do USB-C. And they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make something that looks identical to USB-C, but is not USB-C, just to yep. be even more confusing. Yeah. You know, I should have noticed that. We were at the event the other day. I should have peeked over at your phone to see how you were uh-huh. operating over there. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite restaurant in New Jersey? Um, that's a good one. I'll tell you what I'm craving. I'm craving Maggiano's, to be honest with you. But we were... Maggiano's. I just was... Uh, yeah. Um, I'll go to Cherry Hill. I'll go anywhere they have, to be honest with you. Yeah, but yeah Cherry Hill's I'm been pretty fan. good, too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so no, that's not gonna be my stickler. Where were we just at? It's hmm, a tough question. You threw me off there. No, mm. sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Maggiano's will go, and I hate to go chain restaurant for such a such a question. So forgive me. Oh my my. Well, Maggiano's. I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal my ignorance here. I didn't even know they were chain. When you said Cherry Hill, yeah. I was like, there's two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's and one in Bridgewater. Family style dining. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there is one in Bridgewater. Family style Bridgewater dining. Bridgewater one is yeah. the one I know by the Bridgewater Mall. Yeah. Yes. And Shake yeah, yeah, Shack yeah. is over there. Yeah. Yeah. It started as a family-owned restaurant in Chicago, so it is a chain now. Yeah. But it started as a small-time family-owned place. So I'll give it to you. I'm not going to. You know what? You. I have I have one though. I remember it. Liberty House, Liberty House in Jersey, uh, Jersey City near Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean the view, the whole ambient, the whole vibe of that place is one of my favorites. Great. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, the view from sitting outside. And I never stay inside. I don't care what the weather is. I'm outside, dude. Like, I need to take it all in. (laughs) Random thing with Maggiano's. We've been there, like, three, four times in the last couple years. And it's a big place, but every single time we get seated at the exact same table. This is like, you know, like, play the lottery kind of odds. And it's it's gotten to a point where even my daughter notices. She's five. And she's like, is it going to happen again? (laughs) And then we get to the table, and she, like, loses her mind. Yeah. That's weird. one of life's weird little coincidences. Next oh one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Randy. Do you have kids? I do. Uh, two little ones that run my life, um, especially the, the younger. I have a five-year-old boy named Carter and a uh, three-year-old girl named Corinne, and she is the boss of our home right now. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't see it changing anytime <laughs> in the future. I can totally relate. Vinny can totally relate. Yeah. I was actually gonna, since you like all these um yeah girl dad um, yeah. <laughs> but um since you like all these like you know gangster and um Game of Thrones like very violent stuff do you find that you have to kind of night owl it up just to get these things in or well I mean I don't think a television in the house or a tablet belongs to us you know before their bedtime either way so mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no other way to no other way to view it I mean I was um I think I was sharing with Katie and uh, Betty the other day. Um, my time doesn't start till about nine o'clock every day. Yeah. From the time I wake up in the morning until they go to sleep. Yep. And usually my wife is the one that, you know, put them down because she's been, you know, dealing with them a lot throughout the day. So it's like nine o'clock is my time. So I got to yeah. do every, anything professional, anything athletic, anything chill downtime ha- happens then. So squeezing it all in an hour, an hour and a half, I really want to keep my eyes open. 
Wow. I can't. I wow. That's just incredible to me. All right. <laughs> he actually goes to bed at like eight o'clock at night. I that's do. Cool. I'm usually in bed by like eight, eight thirty. But I don't have kids, and I'm I live alone. I'm happily divorced, and so my life is just as perfect as I want it Simple. to be. Simple. Oh my goodness. Simplicity. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's pretty great. I get eight, nine hours every night. Oh my, it's great. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah, even my know daughter is definitely anymore. an agent of chaos. <laughs> how, like, how, how old is she? Man? Simplicity. Five, how old is she? Yeah. Oh Five. wow. Yeah. yeah. So so it doesn't get any better. I'm I'm. She's three. Does it get any better? <laughs> Does it get any um uh, no, she's she's a lot more opinionated now than she was at three. But um I would say that she's she's getting to a point where she's she's willing to accept more of a schedule now. Like okay. she used to go to bed like whenever she pleased. Like we would have a bedtime and she would just fight us on it. Now if we're like, hey, you know, it's bedtime, she's like, Okay, I'll do that. And so that's I the did. one place. Where it really gets better, and you would know this, is like, you know, three is around the time we start kind of like wiping our own booties and everything. So once you, you you're <laughs> almost, I don't know if you're completely out of that stage yet or no, like you're getting there. No. But I, once you're out of that stage, I mean, life just gets a lot better. Because <laughs> you're already well beyond the diapers for both of them. So, you know, yeah. Kate, Kate and Corinne and, and my daughter have the same bedtime. So that's, you know, that's something already you guys can talk about when you meet, Kate. <laughs> we go to sleep at the same time. Your dad was telling me. <laughs> Chloe's daughter and I are like besties. So I cannot wait to meet Corinne. I'm going to start seeing, sending you team messages at 830 just to try to interrupt your eight, eight oh, nine, nine hours of bliss. <laughs> that, that phone is on do not disturb. Like you cannot interrupt me. It's impossible. <laughs> wow. Eight, eight, nine hours, man. Can you imagine? Like, oh my goodness. I, How I, productive I would yeah. be the next day? Jeez. I, I, at best, I'm pulling down like five hours of sleep. At best, you know, a night. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Lucky okay. you. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So it's not all sunshine and roses. Like I wake up at about five, five thirty. Okay. Just because I'm an, I'm like an early bird. And that means by four o'clock in the afternoon, my brain is just mush. Gotcha. Every once in a while, I fight it. But every once in a while, a four o'clock meeting gets put on my calendar. And I am the dumbest I am <laughs> all day long. Like I can't speak well. I can't form sentences. I can't. I, I, I'm just dumb. I'm dumb. I mean, even, I mean, I'm sure you're not falling asleep the second your head hits the pillow. But that's nine and a half hours, you know. Oh, like, dude, oh my well, god. Usually I'll read for like 15, 20 minutes, but you, yeah, but I am out. Okay. Yeah, all it's right. crazy. Anyway, all right, we've talked. Oh, about hold on, hold on. One. So I was, t- I was, uh, so about a year ago, I was in the Grand Rapids over in headquarters for my last job, right? And I'm obviously by myself for a week, um, new trainings and all that type of stuff. And um, so I had a hotel room. Everyone's like, "Are you going out tonight? Where are you going to eat? You know, we're going out to have a drink and all that." So, dude, I'm going home. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to my room, you know, and I'm going to enjoy this peace, enjoy this bed, enjoy the hours of rest. My wife is like, how are you doing over there? I'm like, I don't want to tell you, but I'm sleeping great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best, it was the best part of the trip, go, being able to go back to a room, peace and quiet and go to sleep. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Women Business Leaders Forum in September. We're going to have two nights in the hotel. So. Oh, oh yeah. magic. <laughs> I'll be I'll be playing knock you know knocking on Kate's door running away no. after nine o'clock. Do not disturb, man. <laughs> call in the room room service. We'll be lucky if we're done setting up by like midnight. So I know it's true. That's Tuesday's gonna be a late night. So let's uh and Wednesday they're both gonna be late nights. Oh God, uh, it's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be totally worth it. I promise. I'm actually looking forward to that. It's my my first really big event with you guys. So I'm excited about that. It's yeah. fantastic. It is. It's a great event. All right. Uh, Yankees, Mets, or Phillies? Um, 
Probably Yankees, but I, I mean, I am a hometown kid with everything else with Philly, but uh, Yankees for baseball for sure. Oh, wow. It's funny. Most people, you ask that question and they have the answer like that. The fact that you were like, um... Is it because yeah, just, you're, you, you were saying you were out in like, um, what was it, Grand Rapids, like out in that area? So yeah, well, is that where yeah. you're from? Like, because no, then no, no, it would no. mean like you're part of like those teams, you know? Like, I'm a Mercer County, Mercer County kid. I've been to private school in this area my whole life. Um, at one point or another, I went to, um, there's a school over in Chambersburg. At the time, it was like, I mean, 100% just Italian culture. And all, all my guys there were Yankees guys. So that's what was kind of like my real introduction to baseball. Um, but I'm a Phillies guy with everything else. So like Eagles die hard, like green team green. I see that here. Uh, oh, yeah. And Sixers. So, so baseball is kind of like my only outside the box kind of thing. So. Sure. And people take it very seriously. I remember Vinny and I were in a meeting once and we made a, a joke about the Eagles, Eagles right yeah and it landed hard like nobody <laughs> <liked>. <laughs> yeah you got to be careful in this area you know what it was we, we, were, we were joking about the riots because we, we were saying something like you know it's not required that you riot after you win a super bowl <laughs> like, you know you won <laughs> just celebrate without destroying things and um, half the room looked at us like you know we were awful awful people it, it, yeah. it, was, it was a tough room Tread yeah. light, you got to trade lightly, you know, and, but you know what they'll been actually thinking about it too. Um, I went to undergrad out in Long Island, um, Hofstra University. So, you know, the New York kind of vibes kind of picked up there too. So everything else stayed home, but baseball kind of switched when they were battling, you know, Yankees and Red Sox and that old uh, subway series and all those sort of things. So. Yep. All right. Next up farthest from New Jersey that you've ever been. Um, Montana, Montana. I've never made it to California just yet, but I have been to Montana. Um, I played a I played a collegiate football game over there. It was beautiful, dude. I mean, beautiful. So, and I haven't actually. I don't think I've been back there since. But uh, once the little ones came, our whole life's been turned upside down. I don't think it's been right sided yeah. just yet. Yeah. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> but okay, yeah. All right, Montana. That's a great. That's a great answer. I've never yeah, been. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful place. Even I mean, flying in, it's like you're to see like the city in the middle of a mountain it's like you know what i'm saying it was kind of it was beautiful helena particularly yeah i have this vision of what montana looks like from like western movies and i'm sure it's nothing <laughs> like that. i'm sure it's like philadelphia you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah okay uh favorite guilty pleasure movie tv show or band hmm. Oh, that's a good one. You guys no, and he's probably got there. the answer in his head, and he's just like, I don't want to share this. I don't want to share it. <laughs> <laughs> right. We won't judge I mean, you. There's a, there's a couple chick flicks that my wife's converted me into watching, like the like the like the Notebook. I mean, we might have to edit that out. But, Notebook's uh, a fantastic movie. You know? <laughs> okay, so yeah. Um, there was there was once I heard somewhere if you don't cry during the Notebook, you have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I reluctant, like, oh, watching this again, I'm in the back of my mind, like, oh, let's, let's go. So I'll give, I'll give you guys that. That's just, that's as much as I'm willing to put out there publicly. That's a good one. That's <laughs> fair enough. I've never seen it, but um, uh -huh. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah. Fantastic film. Yeah. All right. Last question: How many cats is too many cats? I'm a dog guy, man. One is more than one. one is too many for me. One is my, too my, many cats. Uh, I love this guy. One, one, I'm a dog Get guy. Accurate. My, <laughs> <Get accurate. laughs> my neighbors got through my neighbors got three and um I caught them in like our in our yard one day. Matter of fact, we had just laid like mulch for the season and oh. I go outside that night to like lock the doors in the cars or something and I seen this little rascal like digging up our mulch. I'm like 
shit. And call my wife, hey, what, what, get, she's got to get her cat out of our yard. Like, freaking yep. out. <laughs> they do yeah, that. I'm a dog guy. I'm a dog guy. Right. Hats are just objectively terrible, you know? Like, Inaccurate. <laughs> Inaccurate. So I'm very, very allergic to cats, and they, I think they know. Because you'll be in a room, and you'll, you'll have all these people going, here, come here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And I'm over here like, yo, stay away. And I'm the only person these cats want to, like, rub up on, you know? Like, come on. Hey, how you doing? I'm with you. I'm, I'm with, my I'm head with on you, man. Coming from the man who's already always at war with his own dog, I, I don't see how you could. I don't have to like either one of them. <laughs> like, well, hold on, what kind of dog? We're currently dog shopping right now. What kind of dog do you have? Um, a Shiba Inu. Stay away. <laughs> okay. Okay. Noted. <laughs> yeah. She is. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to use a word I probably can't use on this without me losing our. <laughs> app. Apple has like the clean explicit. She is a female <laughs> dog though, so Yes. Sure. <laughs> that 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 even that would be a little bit lighter than the word I was gonna use. I know. You're going for something <laughs> a little bit rougher. A little harder, yeah. But yeah. Oh well. No, she, we love her. She's um she's gotta be like oh, twelve or thirteen at this point. Oh wow. We got her in um two thousand nine, so that's twelve, yeah, about. And um yeah, so she's a lot older now, but even in her old age, she still finds a way to be a brat, you know? It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, um, all, my wife just recently got a fence put in for our backyard. It, it's, um, it's massive. And so you can only imagine the kind of resources it took to do this. And the only reason she wanted it was so that in her old age, you know, our dog Luna could just run around the backyard. And so the minute we put it in, she goes out there, she's like, meh, and goes back in the house. We're like, <laughs> that checks. That checks. Investment well worth it. Investment well worth it right exactly, there. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Classic Luna. Yeah. We were in a, um, um, like one of the exotic bird shops not too long ago down in kind of like Cinnamonson area at 130. And uh, I mean, my wife and the kids are like really warming up to these large parrots and all these things. I said, listen, this is just for fun. We are not bringing a bird home, okay? We are a dog <laughs> family. It's not changing. <laughs> yeah. We had parakeets when I was growing up and Cleaning that cage once a week was not, it was not fun. Yeah. Yucky. Parakeets are the smaller birds, right, Kate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I mean, they've had, uh, bird, I'm talking massive, loud, extremely loud parrots. That mm-hmm. I mean, they had some of them that were out, you know, I guess they were just more familiar with people. And folks were able to go up and pick them up. And, of course, my wife and the little ones do it. I'm like, that's no way. Like, no. I mean, they're loud then. Like, loud. Yeah, screaming. Yeah, we had a cockatiel. That was, that was pretty loud. Yeah. I, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like Kate said, you know, cleaning the cages and everything. No. I'm with you. I'm with no. you. I'm no with fun. you. No All right. well, it's that like was... with any animal. Like, cleaning up after the dogs is no fun. I'm sure cleaning up after cats is fine because they just, they, I don't know. I, I heard it's all magic. They go in their little thing. <laughs> They put it in the toilet themselves. You know, yeah. that, that's all. You can trade a cat to use the toilet. I'm just. Meet the fo- who's that? Meet the Fockers? Yeah, no, it's a thing. It's called. There's it's it's actually a legit the- thing, but yes, Meet the Fockers. Yeah. It's oh, called God. the Litter Quitter. It's called oh. the Litter Quitter, and you can train a cat to go in the toilet. Yeah. I'm okay. just saying. Jinxie all, right. guy. all I think about is Jinxie Cat and messing up the plumbing. <laughs> All right, this is taking a turn. So that was the lightning round, which today was brought to us by Gibbons LLP. Thank you so much. Shout out to Gibbons. We appreciate it. Shout out to Gibbons. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, Randy, what's one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Um, so this is actually pretty weird. So I was actually, um, I was talking to someone, you know who I was talking to? I was talking to Natalie, the intern. Like I met her at the, uh, our team meeting the other day and yeah. I was telling her shout just how, like, Natalie Tom. shout out to Natalie, how, like how cool and how dope I think it is for her to be so young and involved and already like developing her professional resources, connections yep. and all that sort of thing. Great. And I was a student athlete, right? Through high school and through college. And I feel like as much as those experiences, I wouldn't change, right? For the, for all the lessons and things that I've learned, all the friends that I've had for a lifetime, I missed out on a lot of opportunities to get involved in like professional development at a young age, right? And I think my mind was so, um, you know, one track mind, kind of blind, had the blinders on, oh, this is what we're chasing, this is what we're chasing. Um, and, you know, majority of the folks don't reach that level of professional success. So it's like, I don't know if I can go back if I would, if I would chase, you know, athletics again, or if I would leave space and opportunity for professional development. So um, I would probably tell my younger self and any other um, younger individual to just really consider, you know, wh who you want to be, where you want to be, and, and, and kind of weigh it out. I mean, and it's a tough decision because athletics provides so much, you know, fight and, and grit and all that good stuff. But, um, you know, there's a lot of resources and opportunities that were available to me that I was, I had to miss out on just because of scheduling and that sort of thing. So that would be Which something that I would definitely re yeah, So uh, I play football. I play football, so that would be something I would go back and reconsider for sure. I don't know which way I would go, but it would be a deeper conversation that I'd probably never even had with myself back you know, 10 years ago, I'll say 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's amazing how um, the younger we are, you look back at the decisions we make when we're 19, 20, 21, 22, and at the time, you think you're making great decisions, <laughs> and, you know, you can justify them to anybody, and the older you get, you look back, and you're like, oh, did I need to do that? Did I need yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, but when, like, you're 60, it's not like you can play football, so, you know, it's, yeah, no, it's cool right. that you got to do that while you could, you know, like, yeah, true, true, boy. very true. Very true. Very true. So I can scale it back. When you're like 40, like I can't even imagine. You know, I'm, I'm not even there yet, and I can't even imagine now. Like, mm, no. <laughs> Listen, I I, I, I got every so often I got to go get um, I don't even know what they are, but some type of needle in my wrist just to keep mobility and that sort of thing. Eventually, it's going to require surgery, but it's just years of like athletics and banging and all that sort of thing. And every time I wake up in the morning and I have to walk down this flight of stairs, I re really reconsider like. Did I make the right decision you know, 20 years ago? <laughs> you know it. And every day it gets a little bit worse, right? Like I take a walk now and I have to like really stretch out my, my calf muscles. When I, <laughs> like I stand on my friend's stoop, that, that bottom stair, and I like really let my, my heels kind of drop as hard as they can. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> All right, Randy, how can people get a hold of you if they want to? Um, let's say LinkedIn. It's something that I'm looking to kind of develop and use for resources and connections, especially in this new position. Um, so folks can look up my name, Randy Stevens. I would just say add the middle initial D for Dave. So Randy D Stevens, and you guys should be able to find me on LinkedIn there. Um, my email and all that stuff is connected to NJBIA. So looking forward to connecting with as many folks that are willing to connect with me. <laughs> That's a great answer. Great answer. All right. That is our show. Thank you to our listeners, you, especially the subscribers. We so appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, so check them out. And finally, thank you. Big shout out and thank you to Randy Stevens, Brandon hey. colleague here at NJPIA <laughs> for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys.